Hello, this is Marlene Börsch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for August 2nd. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the Sask Wheat website. First, some overall comments on the situation in Ukraine. The first ship carrying Ukrainian grain to world markets since Russia's invasion blocked exports more than five months ago was on track to arrive safely in Istanbul tonight though there's still some fears in the Ukraine that it could still run into problems. Turkey is expecting the ship uh, to make it today. However, we note that the focus still is exclusively on the 17 ships that had been stuck in the port since the start of the war. Lloyds of London said yesterday that agreeing on operating procedures for empty vessels to come into the ports will take more time due to issues of crewing which to us does not imply an imminent start to volume shipments. Meanwhile, here last week's futures closes for wheat. September 22 contract Chicago winter wheat closed at 8.08, up 49 cents on the week. September 22 Kansas hard red winter wheat closed at 8.74, up 54 cents on the week. And September 22, Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at 9.06, up 35 cents on the week. Wheat futures were down last yesterday on Monday by 5 to 9 cents, and this morning, Tuesday, by currently 22 to 25 cents. In terms of cash markets last week, it was relatively quiet, but we can report that Pakistan bought. 190,000 tons of wheat at US $407 per ton SIF. Bangladesh bought 50,000 tons at 476 SIF. And weekly USA wheat sales were set to be 412,000 tons, which puts exports, export sales in line with last year and slightly above the pace needed to meet the USDA report commitments. This week, Algeria returns to the market today for the September-October position, and Jordan is also expected in the market for 120,000 tons of wheat for December to January shipment. To continue, here's some of last week's major news by major origin, and per usual, we're starting with Canada. We did a small crop tour last week, and the Saskatchewan wheat crop we saw looked pretty good and we think that better than average yields can be expected. In Alberta, Alberta Ag accessed 80% of their spring wheat acres in good to excellent condition as well. And last Friday, Alberta Ag projected spring wheat yields in Alberta at 52.3 bushel per acre compared to 45.4 five-year average and the 42.2 bushel 10-year average yield. Also, plant development for most crops in Alberta is right in line with long-term averages. Canadian exports at 395,000 tons for week 51 were relatively good, advancing year-to-date wheat exports to 11.1 million tons, which is 8.3 million tons, or 43% lower than last year to date. Moving to Durham, Durham exports for week 51 were at 61,000 tons for a year-to-date total of 2.6 million, compared to a total of 6 million tons last year to date. We did see a lot of very good Durham fields on our Saskatchewan crop tour, and barring an early frost, 
expect above average yields for Saskatchewan Durham this year. However, in the July 26 report, Alberta Ag assessed only 48% of Alberta Durham in good to excellent condition. Alberta has about 960,000 acres of Durham this year, accounting for roughly 15% of total acres. U.S. condition for northern Durham remain quite good, with North Dakota rated 87% good to excellent. Recent rainfall in North Dakota and warmer temperatures have aided crop development, but Montana ratings decreased to 49% due to hot, dry weather. Precipitation there is needed for the crop to meet its full potential. Further on the U.S., the weekly crop report yesterday raised spring ratings, spring wheat ratings another 2% to 70% go to excellent, with the winter wheat crop 82% harvested. The, quality, the wheat quality tour, which surveyed hard red spring fields last week, estimated yields at 49.1 bushel per acre, the highest since 2015 and well over the five-year average of 39.4 bushel per acre. U.S. weekly export sales of 412,000 tons took the season total to <coughs> 294 million bushel, down 1% on last year. Hardware spring PNW prices, FOB PNW prices were down by U.S. $14 a ton last week, while FOB Gulf hardware winter values went up by about $3 U.S. per ton. In Australia, crop conditions remain good, with trade estimates rising above 30 million tons for wheat. Australian futures are lower this Tuesday morning due to lower international markets and another 50-point hike by the central bank. Argentine crop ratings uh, show only 16% good to excellent wheat compared to 55% last year. Plantings are now 99% complete. We think crop conditions may improve this week. Fob values were normally unchanged, but farmers are once again totally out of the market and waiting for some indication to any changes in policies. Moving to China, there seems to be spillover weakness coming from the soybean slash oilseed markets anxiety over the impact of the visit to Taiwan by Nancy Pelosi on Chinese demand for U.S. product. In the EU, wheat futures fell sharply and had closed before the U.S. bounced yesterday. The prevailing daily volatility of about 10 euros a ton, that equates to about 13 and a quarter Canadian per ton, will make pricing today's Algerian tender somewhat difficult. It will likely be based on French wheat because of the inability to forward price Russian wheat due to the export tax. Protein spreads in Germany and the Baltic continue to widen, and Romanian wheat export potential is in question, as the Romanian corn crop has been called a disaster. Moving to the Black Sea. Russian interior prices were reported to be lower last week, and the export tax continues to slide. But it cannot be hatched or prefixed, which is causing problems with forward pricing for export, as mentioned earlier. 
well, the tax level is coming down at, at currently about $75 US per ton. It is still high and it is not hedgeable and prevents, as I mentioned, forward pricing of Russian wheat in export markets. There are also reports from Russia about quality damage due to excessive and ongoing rain. The discussion revolves around the volume of low quality of feed wheat that is being harvested. The USDA export number for Russia of 40 million tons might be in question. The Ukraine reported that 8 million tons of wheat has been harvested so far, compared to the USDA projection of 19.5 million tons for the crop year. Regarding Ukrainian export, as mentioned, the focus for now is still on the 17 vessels that have been stuck in the port since the start of the war. But Lloyds of London said yesterday that agreeing on operating procedures for empty vessels to come into the ports and pick up more grain is still very difficult due to crewing issues. This sounds to us that an imminent start to volume shipments is really still not imminent. So to summarize what we, think, uh, what we think was most significant during the past week, we just talked about the Ukrainian export potential. Still, there's focus on the vessels that have been stuck there, and it seems to be difficult to get new vessels into the ports still at this time. China has been making threats about retaliating if Nancy Pelosi makes a stop in Taiwan during her Asian trip. And now we're moving on to some of the crop uh, situation, the U.S. weekly crop report raised spring wheat ratings another 2% to 70% good to excellent. The Canadian wheat crop looks pretty good. Crop conditions in Australia also remain good, with trade estimates rising above 30 million tons for the crop. But crop conditions in Argentina are quite low and might slightly improve this year. Protein spreads in Germany and the Baltic continue to widen. And in Russia, there are also reports about quality damage due to excessive and ongoing rain. In the Ukraine, it has been reported that 8 million tons of wheat has been harvested so far. Regarding the outlook, we think the slow export demand is weighing on markets more than the potential yield loss at this time. But technically, the charts are just showing a consolidation or correction after last week's stronger move, strong move higher. It is still unlikely that Black Sea exports will get anywhere near normal pace anytime soon. Volume demand will continue to move to the EU, where cash premiums and protein spreads are at record highs. This is Marlene Birch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete report online at saskweed.ca. Have a great week.